How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. It's been a crazy, crazy week, buddy. Wild, wild week. I mean, as you can tell by my face, if you couldn't tell in the last episode, I'm exhausted right now. As you can tell, um, it's a very sad day on the Sports Appeal. This will be the oh, last cool. episode recorded in this room for me. Ah, it is. We're been moving your ass out of the dorms tomorrow. Out. If you look, if you look behind me, uh, all the signs are gone. Uh, there's no basically jerseys. just you know, no jer- no jersey today. Everything's gone. It's just me mm. and the laptop and the mic right now uh, to record this last episode before we move out to tomorrow. Uh, but it's an end of an era. <laughs> the dorm era is, is over. Hopefully, when you see us in a couple of weeks, we'll have to do a couple more episodes. Uh, at home together, which I know sucks, yep. uh, but we, uh, I like you'll, the next time you see us, you know, uh, in, in different rooms, hopefully we got the nicer setup. I'm tr- I'm going to try to make it, you know, cool little backdrop and you'll see us in the new apartment style. So last episode mm. in the dorm, uh, very sad. So, so birdie told me you're going to live in the lap of luxury. So that should be interesting. And then number two is you probably did close to 200 shows in that setting. A lot. Two years. Two years worth. Crazy. Pretty nice. So end of an era. Just thought that I would share there. But I'm I'm catching my second win right now. Like I'm I'm amped up. We got more football to talk about. Last week, um, a lot of people actually enjoyed the episode. It was our most viewed episode in Mm -hmm. a while, probably since Taylor Hendricks Mm -hmm. came on the show um and a lot of people enjoying us getting back to the nfl at the time of us recording right now um the hall of fame game is actually going on right now so football's back football's back football's back but what's being played right now on tv is not football (laughs) you know there's a reason we're doing the podcast now and not watching the game i was watching a little bit of it waiting for you to get ready it's unwatchable it's it's, terrible it's preseason football but it's football wilson is atrocious Kellen Mond yep. is about as good as, you know, any fifth-string quarterback. And all the running backs and wide receivers are not making this team. No. So, it's football nonetheless. But we have it's to football. continue our divisional preview. We went with the NFC and AFC East last week. We'll move to the West. We'll go to the yeah. other side of the country. So, we'll start with the AFC and then go to the NFC West. Preview those teams. I think, I think we're going to be a little different, one. buddy. Yeah, we definitely are on this one. You know, if we, we were exactly up, the same. Right. If you've been keeping up with, uh, you know, my, you know, predictions that we've kind of hinted throughout here, you'll see it when we get to the NFC West. Uh, I got something to I, I got got to lay down the law on uh, the Niners mm-hmm. over there in, in San Fran. Right. But we yep. have a lot to talk about. Let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's start um, in the AFC as we usually do. So we'll. AFC West this year. The Wait, before brain. before before we jump in, hold on, guys, just real quick. I, I know mm-hmm. we're going to be all football, but two things I just have to mention. You know, the, the Mets were blown up at the trade deadline last week because we're terrible, mm-hmm. and I love our, our owner, Steve Cohen, because he basically mm-hmm. is like, look, I tried, it didn't work, and we're going to blow this up, and I appreciate nah, that from him. No. But we immediately sent Scherzer, who was absolutely one of the worst pitchers <laughs> of all time. His, do you see what happened in his first game? Yeah, he got blown up. No, I, I'm nine actually, strikeouts and 
and and and and won the game for 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 the Rangers. Like it's but he just allowed amazing. Three runs like, in the first round in the in the first inning. Okay, but anyway, but I'm mad, that you, no, I'm mad that you mentioned the Mets. I'm mad that you mentioned the Mets. I can't. Okay. I, I am. I'm not getting into this because I don't want to talk about baseball and I, I just, don't want to talk I just, about the Mets. Okay, I just. The fine. Mets are okay, the Mets secondly. are the the Mets are the worst franchise in the history of American sports. I just said it. They're worse than the Lions, worse than the Browns. <laughs> it's the most poverty abysmal franchise. I am proud to be a Cowboy fan as much as the memes lay on us. I'm proud to be a Ranger fan. I'm proud to be – I love the Orlando Magic. I am embarrassed yep. to be a New York Mets fan. It is, it is the worst yep. franchise in all of sports. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's not the worst, fr- it's not the worst franchise, but okay. On. Okay, and then secondly, secondly, what was more embarrassing was did you watch any or get to see any highlights of the women's World Cup match? No. Against Portugal? Oh, my God, dude. Not. Embarrassing is like the least, the least word you can use. I, 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 I'm scared of how bad Sweden is going to beat us on Sunday. All right. Just say, now you can go into football. Yes. Let's go AFC West. (laughs) The AFC West, uh, obviously headlining with the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes will run it back with probably an even better roster this year. Have you seen Justin Mm. Ross in camp Mm. right now? He's good. Uh, looked yep. really good, like Clemson, number one, you know, first uh, first round pick that was projected and had, you know, all sorts of injuries that kind of derailed his career. But imagine if he was, ma- you know, able to make mm-hmm. a comeback. We'll talk about the Chiefs, obviously, later. But um, going to the in, into the AFC West, I'll, uh, AFC West, I'll start at number four, which is pretty obvious to me this year, um, I think is the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the, the, the Raiders are the worst team in this division. They're they're, they're going to be in contention for worst team in the AFC this year. This should be a no. team that has a this should be a team that has a top five pick in my opinion in the in the NFL this year. This is this is as bad as it gets. This team has been mulling the last couple seasons around average. You know, Derek Carr had had a year there, and then last year wasn't so good. And you know, they traded for Devontae Adams, and he had a great year last year, but they also sucked. So, you know, th- this team is a mess right now. This roster is very poorly constructed. They pl- they paid Jimmy Garoppolo for whatever reason. Um, I-, I think it's a dumb move. I think it's a safe move to get a guy who is not going to elevate your team and is going to do what he's always done in his career and be an average, mediocre quarterback. But unfortunately, he's not on Who the has 49ers. Won everywhere he has played. Unfortunately, his coach, is, you know, his coach is not Kyle Shannon, and he's not on the 49ers, and unfortunately is not surrounded with the best offensive line weapons and running back anymore he's now surrounded with a josh jacobs that is currently still holding out um an offensive yep. line that ranks it towards the bottom of the league and Devonte adams and a hunter renfro that had 300 yards receiving last year so there's nothing i like about this offense you know i think they're going to struggle you know josh jacobs had an unbelievable season last year and i, I you know eventually mm-hmm. i think he plays this year he's not going to hold out so they're going to have to really rely on him to to match those numbers once again. And then you look at this defense. Ugh, ugh, it's this is gross. You know they, they got Max wow. Crosby. They wow. yeah, to 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 really be the the focal point on that defensive line. But it's pretty much you know him and that's it. Their linebacker group is poor. Their secondary has always been weak, and they've really not made any improvements on it. Their their only their only improvement this year. Um, was signing Marcus Peters, who has to be at least 35 this year. He's I mean, 30. Geez. He's 30. He's 30? That's crazy. My I don't God, you're, you're a hater. This team is going to suck, suck, suck. Record-wise. This is also, before I say record, this is also mm-hmm. one of my locks um, for 
you know, their win total under six and a half is as easy money as you're going to make this year. I have them going five and 12 this year at, at mm. max. They win five games. Mm. We're, we're, we are really different starting off, except for the fact that we both agree that the Las Vegas Raiders will be in last yeah, place. I, mean, I, I agree with you there, but I think that you are really, I think you're, you're, you're selling a narrative that isn't fully true. Right. Number one, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a above average quarterback who is a winner. Right. So I don't think you're going to get a 4,040 touchdown guy. But, you know, Derek Carr wasn't that guy either. So I'm fine with Jimmy Garoppolo taking over the helm in terms of, you know, and plus he has familiarity with Josh McDaniel. So I, I, I like the I, I like the Jimmy Garoppolo. My biggest concern is Josh Jacobs, right? If Josh Jacobs is not happy and he doesn't want to come to camp, then I don't think that Zamir White and Amir Abdullah are going to be the focal point of your offense. So that concerns me a lot because Josh Jacobs is a 1,200-plus you know, yard guy who you desperately need. I don't think the wide receiver core is that bad, right? Jacoby Myers is above average run, uh, wide receiver. Hunter Renfro is a, above average wide receiver that had injury issues. And I, you know, obviously, I love Devontae Adams. Right. Austin Hooper. And you forgot that they, you know, did take Notre Dame's uh, tight end, Michael Mayer, with the second round pick, I think is going to elevate the tight end position. So I, I don't I think the weaponry on the offense is fine. I do agree the offensive line has some concerns so that, you know, keeping Jimmy Garoppolo healthy is is my major concern. And then when you flip to the defensive side, you, you, you forgot the Max Crosby's on one side. Chandler Jones is on the other. Right. Yeah, he's I mean, on the other side, but he had a step down oh, he's last not, year. He's not. He really didn't. You know, I, I think, you know, he gets a lot of bad play for the one bad play where he tossed the ball back and he caused all the, you know, <laughs> the hoopla and ESPN. But other than that, Chandler Jones is still a quality player. Yeah. And, and the first round draft pick, will Tyree Wilson, will be a right. stud once he gets Defensive healthy. Defensive line is fine. But I, yes. you got to look at this. They, they got they got the second hardest schedule in all of football. I, I, I get that. If you and, can and name will, seven wins on here, then. I can. I absolutely can. And that's exactly the record I have for them. I have them at seven and ten, you know, and I do believe that they will be seven and ten. The my screen just went blank because I, I, I would tell they you play, they play. You know, they play in the AFC West first of all, which is going to be yep. super competitive this year. They're they don't usually beat you know they don't ever beat the Chiefs anymore. They you know the 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 Chargers I don't see them beating this year. The Broncos are going to be improved. Maybe they split with them. It's like they're not going to win more yep. than one game. In this division, they play, you know, the, no, the but Colts. They have, but they have games, but they have games against they Chicago, the, they play and the, Detroit, the, they and play the AFC the, East. Know, yeah, they, they play Indianapolis, no they play uh what should we call it, Green Bay. I mean Pittsburgh. There are wins on the schedule, right? I, I think the other part that you have to remember is last year we went into the season thinking the AFC West was going to be the greatest division in the history of mankind. And they were severely disappointing. Right. Yeah. The Raiders were, were aver- a little above average. Denver Broncos were horrific. The Chargers disappointed down the stretch. And, you know, Kansas City was better than we expected. I think this year you're going to find a division that is good. But I think that I think Casey is actually going to take a step back. I think that the, the Denver Broncos are not as good as advertised. I think the Vegas is not as great as advertised. And I think the Chargers, right, are, are probably a little elevated. But I think this division has holes. I think all four of these teams have holes. And I can definitely see the Raiders winning seven games. You know, I I, I think that you're, you're – I think the whole thing is predicated on Josh Jacobs. 
if he's in camp and happy, this team will win seven games. I don't know. I, I think that's a crazy statement of it, depending yeah. on Josh Jacobs. This roster's terrible. It's not a talented roster. Terrible. I don't think it's that it's bad. Not, there's no talent. Uh, in, okay. in this division? Well, we're we're, we're going to see. We're going to no see. Okay. Moving on. We both have them at four. Moving on. I can't, believe, I can't believe we're arguing about the worst team in the division. They're going to suck. <laughs> Broncos are number three for me. Uh, yep. th- you know, this team... Most dis- easily most disappointing team in 2022. Uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, I, I sit here saying, like, I expect to bounce back. How could it get any worse for Russell Wilson? Like, he can't play that bad again, right? Like, I don't, I don't nope. think it can happen again. Nope. So, you know, I think Russell Wilson settles in. They got Sean Payton uh, there. I think there's going to be a little more comfort in the offense for Russell Wilson. Uh, he gets Javante Williams back, who they – Say it looks really good in camp right now. He gets a run game, which is big. They had no real run game, you know, towards the end of that season after he went out. So I like that. They st- after all the rumors, they still got Cortland Sutton and and Jerry Judy. So he still got the weapons there. Good offensive line, Albert O. Like this team, you know, is going into this year, and and then you know they they won you know a couple games last year on. Straight defense. There was games they couldn't score more than a mm-hmm. touchdown. They couldn't even can't, couldn't even score a touchdown. They still won games because their defense played lights out, and they still have a great defense. So right. this offense just has to get on track this year, beat a couple teams that they should have beat last year, and you're going to see a team around eight, you know, eight nine wins possibly at most. And you know, I would say they're a dark horse wild card team in the oh. AFC this year. You know, Stop. there's no reason that they shouldn't be. I I would. I would be very surprised if we see a repeat Russell Wilson year and we're just like, man, this guy's done. You know, I'd be very surprised on that. I think he bounces back. You know, he's he's going to play. He's going to feel more comfortable in that system. When I look at the, the schedule, you know, it's not nearly as hard as the, you know, as the Raiders. You know, I'm looking towards the end of the schedule. The Broncos go Lions, Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. You know, they I love teams that have an – easy stretch going in, you know, and the Texans before that, the Browns before that, that's six games. They could roll into the, you know, into the the playoff conversation after those six games. So I really am higher on the Broncos. You know, the AFC is so tough. That's why I'm not sticking to this team as a playoff team. You know, I'll go eight and nine to to be on the safer side, maybe just outside the playoffs looking in, Uh, but only, you know, one team can, you know, or one division, possibly two, could have three teams coming in. We already talked about the AFC East last week. I think that's a lock for three teams to make the playoffs. It'd be tough for the mm-hmm. Broncos to win in eight games, but, what you know, Russell Wilson comes back. They win nine. They somehow surprise, get to second in the division. I don't know. But third is is the right place. I think they improve on a very lackluster, you know, first year for Russell Wilson. Improve? Yes. Wild card? Over my dead body. You just there's put the no Raiders chance. at seven wins, and you're telling me there's no chance. And I have Denver Broncos at seven and ten as well. Oh, That's how. First of all, they play wow. nine playoff teams this from last year, right? And and then add the Jets, who are going to be a playoff team this year. That's ten games against playoff teams. You're that, in the that, AFC. You're going to play. Without, you know, everyone's really you know considered somewhat of a playoff team, right? I, I get it, but right, you lost Tim Patrick for the season. You lost KJ Hamler for the season. You ha- you did sign Marquez Callaway from New Orleans, and and Marvin Mims was your second round draft pick out of Oklahoma, which I don't think is a, an upgrade. 
I love the fact they added Samaji P. Ryan, you know, to back up Javante Williams. And I love Javante Williams if he's healthy. But, you know, coming off that ACL that first year, you know, running backs don't usually just take off unless your name is Adrian Peterson. So I'm not like, oh, my God, Javante Williams is going to be like no problem for 17 games and go run for 1,500 yards. I, I love what they did on the defensive line, adding Frank Clark and Zach Allen, right? But ultimately, this is a team that, you know, Randy Gregory was terrible last year. Their, their, their secondary is absolutely phenomenal, right? But ultimately, this team has got a very, very difficult schedule. And I don't like the I don't like I don't the agree. They have the ten crew. the way I'm looking at it, they have the tenth easiest schedule based on on PFF's <laughs> ranking. So I Okay, well I don't see I don't where you I don't see look at PFF ranking. Difficult. I, I, well, where do you see difficult? AJ, they they have to play okay, go, going into this schedule. Their whole division has to play the AFC East. I get listen, I get that. But what I'm saying is, and I'm just looking at it in a, in a vacuum, not compared to Kansas City and L.A., you know, Chargers and stuff. But look, I mean, they have to play L.A. Chargers twice, Kansas City twice, Miami, the Jets, Green Bay. Hold on. My screen's not working Bay. here. We're, we're including Buffalo, Green Bay. Buffalo, Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit. Like, these are all teams that are going to be vying for the playoffs. You can't tell me this is not a tough schedule. Where are sure. the easy wins? Chicago? I New mean, England? I'd I put this team, you know, I they can beat the Lions. They can beat the Browns. They can beat and the they Patriots. Can they can beat the, the Lions, too. Yeah, sure. I mean, what, what are we arguing here? What, who they're going to beat in week I'm 14? Arguing, I'm arguing that this team it will be below 500 and will not even be sniffed. I, predict, sniffed I predicted them to be below 500. You know, I'm, I'm not saying oh, I got crazy. seven wins. Seven wins. Right. I don't. One. I don't like this team. Again, we're arguing over one win difference. They're still finishing third. It's fine. I'm, I'm sticking to my one win. At number two, you know, I actually probably a month or two ago teased this, and I, I actually was trying to get on, on board with that this would be the year the Chargers close the gap, and this gets yep. a little close. Um, this is not the year. I actually retract my <laughs> statement. This is not the year. Th- this Chargers team is going to finish second. They're still the second-place team. They're They're – Pretty much locked into a wild card once again this year. It's a talented roster with Justin Herbert getting paid. Uh, you know they they added the the TCU wide receiver in 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 the first round Quentin who Johnston. I, you know, Quentin, Quentin Johnston who I know you weren't a fan of and and I kind of got on board with whoa, you in the whoa. draft. But did you say I wasn't a fan of or I wasn't a fan of? And then you you know you kind of convinced me a little bit that that he was a lot better than I was I've giving him credit for. I've been a huge fan of this guy. Yeah, yes. They got a good – they have huge a really good fan. wide receiving core. Eckler's still locked in there. And the biggest thing for this team that they got killed on last year was their defensive injuries. They signed a ton of people and, and traded for, you know, Khalil Mack last year he got hurt. <laughs> Derwin James got yep. hurt. J.C. Jackson got hurt in, like, week two. Joey Bosa yep. always banged up. It's like – can this team catch a break for once? Because you put those four players match with Asante Samuel's season last year and how he kind of took the league by storm. Like, you're talking about a defense that was pretty bad last year and the reason why they lost a lot of games. Those guys stay healthy for majority of the season. You're going to see an improved defense and a team that, mm-hmm. you know, they won 10 games last year. They were 6-6 six and six heading into Week 14. They had to knock off four in a row just to make the playoffs. Obviously, the playoff game is one to forget with the Jacksonville blown lead when they were up 27 to nothing so 
I don't anticipate this team because it's the Chargers, and I think there's still holes in their team. You know, especially linebacker is an issue. They've always struggled to 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 stop the run. Uh, their interior defensive line is not strong at all. So th- this oh. team's going to struggle still defensively in terms of teams that are heavy run that are bulky up front. Um, you know, I, I still anticipate them struggling against those teams, but this is a 10 win team at minimum. Once again, they could, they could get to 11 wins uh, definitely. And they're a wild card team for sure. But you know, they're the, the, the chiefs are, are still the runaway team. I don't see them really being within one or two games. So how do you want me to play this? Because do you want me to tell you who my second team is, if it's different, or do you want me to just talk I mean, about the I Chargers? I hope here? it's not different, or else it I would kind of look at you with this I have, with this face. I have the I have the Chargers winning the AFC West. So, do you want me to talk about the, the Chiefs first? Or you want me to talk about why I think the Chargers are winning the AFC West with your weird face? I can't you know what? I'm just gonna stick you, with the. Uh, let's, I'm gonna, I start, can't I'm gonna stick with the Chargers. It. I can't believe okay. you did it. And, and, and I'm going to make it even more fun. I have both Go the Kansas it. City Chiefs and the LA Chargers, both at 11 and 6, with the Chargers winning the last game of the season, which they play each other, to win the division. That's how mm-hmm. tight and fun I think it's going to come down to. The reason I like the LA Chargers, okay, number one, I think the wide receiver, first of all, obviously, we, we're very high on the quarterback. Um, Austin Eckler, Joshua Kelly, Isaiah Spiller, I, I love the, the running back room. But I love the wide receiver room even better, right? I, I'm a huge fan of the mix of big, speed, solid hands, high-pointing wide receivers, you know, with Quentin Johnson, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen. And then you throw in Joshua Palmer, who is the most underrated wide receiver in the league. I, I think that, and they had Gerald Everett, who is a tall, lanky, good route running tight end, and you have tremendous weapons, and the probably the second best running back catching out of the backfield in Austin Eckler, right? I, I just, this team is going to score, and as much as I hate the offensive coordinator, coordinator uh, Kellen Moore, because of all mm-hmm. the crap that he did with the Cowboys, he is still an offensive-minded, go-and-score-50-points-a-game kind of offensive coordinator. I think this team is ultimately very talented to do so. I love the left side of the line with Rashawn Slater and Zion Johnson and the center, Corey Linsky. I think that side of is very well protected. You know, my only concern is Trey Pipkins on the right side of the line. And when you go to the defense, I think that you are completely underestimating how good their linebacker core is. You know, Kenneth Murray, Khalil Mack, and Eric Hendricks are as solid a linebacker core, I think, as you're going to find in the AFC. You know, adding Sebastian Joseph Day to the middle makes, you know, Joey Bosa's job a lot easier to be able to rush the passer. And, you know, while I don't love the size of the corners, I mean, other than Derwin James at 6'2", everybody else is a little undersized, you know, with J.C. Jackson and Asante Samuel. They're still solid athletes who ball hawk and catch the ball. I I don't see where you think this team takes a step back. I think this team t- continues to elevate and grow. Well, I, well, I think I, the only thing that holds them back is Brandon Staley, their cor- their 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 coach. And if he could just get out of the effing way, this team is going to win the AFC West. Well, if you listen to what I said, I did not say they're taking a step back. They're going to. I said they're going to win one more game than they did last year, which they won ten games. I think they're going to go eleven and six. We have the same exact record prediction. Right. The the problem is go you think KC is better than they are. So so let's talk KC. Look. 
The Kansas City Chiefs Lock. have won 12 games the last five seasons. Yep. Why would they possibly do any worse this year? They got Patrick Mahomes. They got they the gang. They got Kelsey in the gang. And they, they, they have the, the same cornerstones on defense minus Frank Clark. And guess what? Frank wow. Clark was on his way out anyway. So is Chris, Jones, in real- is Chris, is Chris Jones playing? Sure. Chris Jones is in some sort of contract dispute right now. And if the Chiefs are smart, which they are, he will be playing week one and he's going to get so. paid. Uh, they, okay. they, they, they actually, you know, you, you were saying that, you know, did they get better this offseason? You know, I, better or did they just they did a really good job at replacing who they lost? They lost Orlando Brown, which was a big loss at offensive tackle. Huge. They went and got Jawan yep. Taylor. Yes, that's a downgrade, but I don't think it's like. They went to a undrafted, you know, seventh round offensive tackle. They they get another starter yeah. who's been a veteran in the league. They got Charles Amenahue, uh, which was a good edge rushing signing. Drew Tranquil from the Chargers, getting in, you know, a, a, a you know from a, a linebacker from your rival, which has been their weakest point. I like him as an outside linebacker. Donovan Smith as another offensive tackle was a, a oh, you know, stop played it. with. Stop it! They, Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Probably the worst lineman on Tampa Bay. Played, you know. Tampa Bay play, actually. Played, I think played in front Bay of Tampa, act- Tom Brady and, and, and was in front of him. And AJ, he'll be a swing tackle I, for them. He does, doesn't have to start. Um, and then they got, I think you know, that the Tampa Bay. Hold on. I think the Tampa Bay fans actually came and helped him pack and move his shit out of Tampa Bay faster. And they re-signed Jarek McKimmon, uh, which was a, he was excellent for them last season. Sure. And then. To replace Miko Hardman, who they couldn't afford anymore, they went to the Jets. They got Richie James, and Richie James did things with the Giants that Giants fans, you know, was like, "Oh, this is our new number one wide receiver." Oh so they, the, my god! The, the, the Chiefs basically everything that they lost, killing me. Uh, they just replenished with new guys, and you already know all every new guy that goes to the Kansas City Chiefs all of a sudden becomes a better football player. It's just how it works. This team, like I said, has won twelve games the last five years. They'll win twelve games again. Uh, I have them actually going 13 and four, and they'll be up there with the Jets for the number one seed once again in the AFC. So again, you have a 12 and four, 12 and five. Is that what you have, Matt? Uh, thir- 13, thirteen and four. And, thirteen and four. Okay, I'm eleven and six. So I, I think that you are, I think you're downplaying the losses tremendously. No Juju Smith-Schuster, no McCall Hardman. You're now turning that attention to Ricky James and Justin Ross. Like, and, and, and hopefully Rasheed Rice finds his Rasheed, way on Yeah, the I was just going to say, didn't even mention the, the draft class, Rasheed but, Rice. You know, so, f- so far the first two weeks. Justin Ross, who I didn't even, who I was mentioning in the, in the first minute of the show. It's great. I'm seeing this, I'm telling you, at Clemson, however many years ago, before all these injuries, like, Justin Ross, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying anything sure. crazy, but I'm just like, this guy was supposed and, to be a first-round pick, and now he's in this camp with sure. Patrick Mahomes, We've seen Patrick Mahomes made Juju Smith-Schuster look good. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. A man who is not Frank Clark, right? They're, they're, I think they're he's secondary. better. I, I think Frank oh, Clark was terrible gosh. last year. Frank Clark oh was God. awful last year. There's a reason they cut him and let him go. No, they cut him because they can't afford him. I, I just I think that you're, you're talking about a left tackle in Donovan Smith that concerns me greatly, I think. Patrick Mahomes is going to see the floor a lot more than he than he normally does. I think their wide receiver court took a big hit. I think that you're dealing with a, 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 a 
a defense that isn't as good as it is was last year. And then the other part of it that really concerns me is this schedule is brutal. You're brutal. talking about the Super Bowl champs. They're the best team in the league. And, and, How could it be brutal? They're and, better than every team. Really? How could it be brutal? How point, could it be brutal? There's a point where there's a point where Travis Kelsey is. Guess what? Uh, yeah, They're going to start 3 0. They, they play the Lions, Jaguars, Bears. They'll be 3 0 in uh, in the first couple and, weeks of September. Like, uh, it, there's, there's no reason that Jacksonville couldn't beat them. There's no reason that New York couldn't beat them. Minnesota, right? You know, Miami. Philadelphia. Oh, they're gonna the, look. Buffalo, weren't the Chiefs three Cincinnati. and three? Weren't the Chiefs three and three last year, and then won yeah. like eleven and twelve in a row? Like they're gonna lose games. Yeah, they're gonna. They could lose to the Dolphins, the Jets. They're probably gonna split with the Chargers. They play the Again, Eagles on Monday not, night. AJ, we're not talking about if they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. I just said what their regular season is gonna look like. I understand. This is a team that will lose games, right? This is not a team that's going to run away with the AFC. They're not going to run away with the AFC West. They're not going to run away with the number one seed in the AFC. I don't think they will either. I actually think this the Jets a have a better chance that, of getting the number one seed. This this schedule is brutal. Yes. Detroit, Jacksonville, Chicago, it's a nice start. Okay. After that, it gets brutal. And I'm telling you right now, this team will have more losses than people expect. All right. I feel like that's been said, you know, before. And then they just continue to win it's, and win. No, you told me last year they weren't going to make the playoffs. That was your call last year. That was exactly. I'm trying to warn you. I'm trying to warn you by my mistakes. Eventually, eventually we're going to be right because eventually these things can't continue forever. I don't know. I think Mahomes begs to differ. So that's uh, after all that arguing, we have, you know. Just the only difference we had was just just the the Chargers between who's who's going to win this division. One and two. I mean. Look, the day the day the Chargers win this division, you know, I I don't even know if you know Mahomes will be out of the league. He might be out wow. of the league because I just I, I just wow. think this he just owns this thing, and the Chargers are just another franchise that's not. When we get to the, uh, you know, uh, some other teams, it's just, you know, some teams are just not built to to have regular seasons to win divisions. I don't know if the Chargers are. So, moving on <laughs> to the yeah. NFC, the NFC West, which. We could get a little more, you know, a little more crazy with this one. Um, I don't think we'll start off crazy as I said, the Raiders are, you know, have an opportunity to be one of the worst teams. I think the worst team in the NFL is at number four is the Arizona Cardinals. I think we can both agree on that. This team is horrific. This team is doo-doo. This this team lacks talent all the way around the roster. This is a talentless, talentless roster. This is the ultimate tank fest this year for a team whose franchise quarterback, I doubt, will play a snap this year because he tore his ACL in December of last year. Um, they, they've been very iffy on when he'll be back, if he'll be back. They're not really saying much. You know, there, there's a report out there. He's ahead of schedule, but you're talking about a minimum of half the season. Uh, for him that he's going to be out. And by then, through eight games, done. through nine games, do you see this team having more than two wins? No. I don't think so. And no. and after that, you know, and, and, and after that happens, it's like, why would you bring him out, you know, bring him back? So the starting quarterback will probably be Colt McCoy week one. Uh, like it's been, he's been somewhat of a serviceable, serviceable backup, but he's a backup nonetheless. You know, he'll... 
He's a turnover machine, you know, when he has his off games. So, you know, there's just nothing to like on this offense. They lost DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, in the offseason. And, you know, there's a bunch of guys kind of out there still fighting for kind of depth chart spots when you look at the roster. You know, you still have uh, you, you, you still have Hollywood Brown, who is probably your, your number one, you know, number one wide receiver going into this year. But, you know, outside of that, I just I, I don't know what Colt McCoy is. You know, if he's, he's just kind of set up for failure in this turn, mm-hmm. you know, in this in this scenario, Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch was good last year. But, you know, I, I don't really you know, Zach Ertz, they actually got as well. So it's not horrible. It's just nothing that's going to really spook any defenses, especially the defenses in this division are strong. These are some of the best defenses in the NFL. You talk about the 49ers, the Seahawks and the Rams are still have a really good Mm, defense. So talk about the Rams, but okay. I just don't see this team winning any games in the division. I think they get swept by, you know, by everyone there. You know, I'm looking at the, the, the schedule there. They actually started against the commanders. They could start one and oh, uh, this season, and then they play the Giants. <laughs> they could start two and zero if the you They're know if the Giants are, are crazy. But then they play the Cowboys. I hope the the Cowboys don't lose there. But yeah, I mean they play the Bengals, the Ravens, the the this, Steelers, this going to get annihilated. the Eagles. I I would say you know I'm not going to go two wins. I'll go four wins. I'll go four and Oof. thirteen for the Cardinals, and that probably Can't will put there. them. That'll probably put them at the worst team in the National Football League. I couldn't find four wins on the schedule. I literally yep. couldn't. Yeah, I, I have them at three and 14, and I'm being generous. Mm. Th- this is a team devoid of talent, right? Whether it's Colt McCoy or Clayton Toon at a, you know, University of Houston who becomes the quarterback, or even if they put David Blau out there, it's going to be a disaster. David Blau. You know, James Conner is so overrated. He had that, you know, one year where he had a bunch of touchdowns because they, you know, got down to the one yard line and just kept giving them yep. the ball. But I, I don't fancy like the that. running back. You want me fancy that year? Yeah, I get that. But I don't like the running running backs. I don't like the wide receivers. I mean, Zach Ertz is going to start the year on pup, right? So you know, you got concerns there. Trey McBride is hurt. Like this is a team that I just think is going to be in a big issue. Uh, their offensive line is is horrific. Although they yeah. did, you know, get the offensive tackle out of Ohio State, Paris Johnson, with the sixth pick, who yeah. was a stud. They, they had a, um, a, a good draft for a team that's rebuilding and they're looking towards yeah, the future. Sure. They got some staples, but, but this is going to take multiple years. How many? I I think what might be more interesting is will they have more wins or sacks this year? Like there <laughs> is nobody on this defensive line that's yeah, going bad. to get to the passer. I mean, yeah. you're, you're dealing with losing Zach Allen and Chandler Jones and obviously J.J. Watt. And there's nobody on the uh, – Zayvon Collins, Rashard Lawrence, Leaky no. Fotu, and Jonathan Ledbetter. I don't think they're going to have three sacks combined, yeah. right? They're, they're linebackers. You know, I love B.J. Ojolari, you know, the younger brother of the Giants guy, uh, Aziz, the guy out of LSU. I think he could be really good. And, of course, we love Buda Baker. I think he's one of the best safeties on the planet. But other than that, there's nobody else on this defense that scares the crap out of me. Teams should score at will on this team. Anybody with a decent offensive line should throw for 400 yards a game. This team is not winning more than three games. I don't don't see it either. I don't, I don't see it either. I mean, you know, this is, it's just going to be bad. It's going to be a tough year and this team, 
This team desperately needs the number one pick to, you know. And the number two pick, remember. They get the one and the two. Who do, who, who do they nope. have? The t- well, whatever. I don't, it's escaping me right now, but whatever trade they made, they got the oh, number two right. pick. Oh, you're right. You're right. I think the Texans, I think they did. Yeah. So. Yeah, to flip Whatever they right, get, they should the, probably have two top ten picks. And, well, you know, it's going to be Caleb Williams and, and Marvin Harrison, and things will get a lot better. Well, that's that's what I said. You know, not to talk about the draft next year, but they have a decision to make with Kyler Murray and Caleb Williams. Yes, depending on next year. Be a so. Very, very easy decision. Uh, I mean, on your part, but they already paid on my part, Kyler. Yes, uh, number money, three to be recapped. Number three for me yep. in the NFC West is the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, Rams, me too. The Rams will finish third in this division. There's a gap. There's a pretty noticeable gap between. You know where the the Cardinals would be, and then them. But there's also a gap between them and the 49ers and the the Seattle Seahawks. Those teams, I think, are gonna be neck and neck. You know, when yep. you talk about the top of that division. But this team had a incredible Super Bowl hangover last year. Went five and twelve. Got outscored by eighty points in their point differential. It was a disaster. Stafford was yep. banged up when he was out there. Well, he didn't look good. He had the the elbow was gone injury. For the season. Yeah, it was gone for the year. Um, their only real bright spot last year, you know, Cooper Cup got hurt too. Their only real bright spot was like Cam Akers established yeah. himself as the starting running back. So Cam Akers is a sneaky guy for fantasy mm-hmm. this year. This team wants to run the ball a little more. Stafford's getting up there in age. He was on the trade block this summer. So, you know, they, they have Stafford and, and Cooper Cup. You know, that's really all this team has needed. They showed that two years ago. Their offensive line is 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 right around the average middle it's it's not great but yeah it's serviceable which is fine um and then you know defense it, it's just it's hard to look at this team two years ago and look at this defense now it really is and and it's just it's like this defense two years ago was unreal with aaron donald and Jalen ramsey and now Jalen ramsey gets shipped off and you got about 75 percent of aaron donald left you know it sucks to say but he was hurt all, you know, hurt most of last year. He, he was thinking about retiring. Like, I, you know, he says he's healthy. He says he, he's, healthy. he's healthy. He's still Aaron Donald. He's still going to get to, you know, eight or nine, ten sacks. Like, I don't think that's yeah. out of the, you know, anything out of question. But I don't believe 100% all pro best defensive player in the year, you know, defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald is still around. I don't think, you know, that's right. something that we can expect. So, if you look at at Aaron Donald on this team, he's really the really the only defensive lineman you know worth mentioning on this team. He's the only defensive player worth mentioning. You know, the, you look at their linebacker core; it's pretty, it, it's 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 pretty, you know, pretty bad. It's it's a bunch of young guys kind of fighting to make a name. So maybe something comes of it. And they traded Jalen Ramsey, and you know their only other corner right now worth mentioning is is Akella Witherspoon who was you know good on the 49ers but you know we know about the 49er corners they just somehow play well in that scheme so yeah you know I'm not even going to sugarcoat it this defense is it's young and it lacks star power which they two years ago it was it was all star power so this to me looks like a Ram season where I don't think they're going to tank in terms of being bad I think some of these young guys maybe find a name for themselves and they play, you know, Sean McVay will figure out how to scheme against a couple of, 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 you know, inferior teams. They get a couple wins. Cooper cup should be a a safe draft pick this year. If he, him and Stafford can, can stay healthy. They'll be able to move the ball with acres. I anticipate seven wins, seven and 10 for this team, possibly eight, but to, to, to 
say that this team is in wild card contention, I think is a bit much. A, a bit much, especially being in this yep. division. They're they're gonna they're pretty much locked into that third place spot. I totally agree with all that. I have them at seven and ten exactly as well, right? I think Stafford coming back healthy gives them an opportunity to move the ball. Cam Akers gives them the opportunity to have balance with running and catching the ball out of the backfield. You know, Cooper Cup uh, pulled his hamstring the other day, so that's a little concerning because without Cooper Cup, this offense doesn't move the way it should. Right, Van Jefferson and Ben, uh, you know, Skoranek are are not the same as Cooper Cup. Right, you know, Tyler Higby is a serviceable tight end, and their offensive line is okay. So, you know, if they can keep Cooper Cup healthy, they added Demarcus Robinson, which gives you a little speed on the outside. So, you know, with Matthew Stafford, I believe that they can move the ball and score. I'm massively concerned with the defense. Yeah. Right, there has been a massive talent loss. I mean, it goes down the list whether it's you know, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day and Jalen Ramsey and Nick Scott and, you know, uh, you know some of the other guys, you know, uh, uh, Fowler. And over the last couple of years, they, Bobby Wagner, like they just have lost a lot of defensive presence. Yeah. I looked I, 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 I actually did a little thing here where I went and because and, I didn't even know half these guys age. I went <laughs> well, and clicked on. Them. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is they they. You know, they had no draft assets based on what right. they've done the last couple of seasons. Right. They had no, for, you know, cap space to spend. So this is, That's right. uh, you know, this is third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. That's draft exactly picks. what I was going to say. But this is, you're so right. This H, is I, veteran I, I, minimum guys that they're taking yeah. flyers on. And I, you yeah. know, sometimes when that happens, guys make a name for themselves. Guys see the opportunity. And I'm sure they'll get a couple linebackers, some corners out of this that actually pan out to be good. But they ha- they they are lacking star power that this division yes. is loaded with at the top. I mean, you look Correct. around at the 49ers, they got the most, you know, loaded roster. The the Seahawks yep. are right there with one of the most loaded rosters in the league. That's right. It just doesn't really compare. Well, I'm going to give you the exact stats. Nine of the 11 quote unquote starters on defense for the Rams are, are third, gone. fourth, or fifth. Or, no, yeah. are third, fourth, or fifth round picks from smaller non-big right. conference schools. And I was I was even going to go off. The, I thought you were going towards you know two years ago the starters on that team. I'm sure eleven of yep. the or or nine oh, of the eleven ten, starters. Ten of the eleven. Ten of the, ten 11, of the eleven starters are are gone yeah. from from that team. Like, yeah, it's a total rehaul of that defense, and it's just not going to be right. as strong as in years past. And they're definitely going to get outscored when they play some of these big teams. You know, that are Agreed. that are in the the NFC that have high powered offenses. <laughs> they're going to have to outscore people because the, the only games they're going to win are thirty five thirty one. Yep. All right. It's time to get to the nitty gritty. What did you just do? You know, a couple minutes ago where you wowed me with picking the Chargers, Chargers to win the division. Over KC. It's my turn to do it to God. you. It's my turn at second place. I have the San Francisco 49ers. I have the 49ers finishing in second place. I'll start off with this. This is a 11 win team. They could possibly, you know, be a 12-win team as well. And I kind of am agreeing with you um, when you were talking about the Chargers and the Chiefs, you know, facing off in that last week. Unfortunately, the Seahawks and the 49ers don't play the last week, but they play week 14. Um, and I think that game will come down inside this division. Uh, I think both teams will finish 12-5 and this year. And I think that that tiebreaker will go to the Seattle Seahawks. 
Speaking on the 49ers first, um, let me break down their offseason. There's there's no reason to me to go over the roster. We all know that this roster, like I said a couple minutes ago, is one of the best in the league. There's nothing yes. I can say. There's nothing I'm going to try to change the narrative about, well, they have holes. Here. No, this team has no holes. This team, like, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. But I'll break down their free agency um, for you here. They lost a couple guys. And I'll talk about the quarterback position first, but I'll talk about the other guys. Um, Aziz Al-Shahir was Fred Warner's right-hand man, and I think that's a big loss at linebacker. Their starting safety, Jimmy Ward, went to the Texans. Emmanuel Mosley was a stud corner for them last year, went to the Lions. Um, Mike McGlinchey was their starting tackle for, I feel like, forever. I feel like that's been a household name in San Fran, Charles and many, he went to the Chiefs. We just talked about him. And you're, you know, I'll just, I'll go off what you said. Jimmy Garoppolo, you said Jimmy Garoppolo is a fine quarterback. So they lost Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo. They did. After all that, you know, they didn't do much with, you know, free agency, but they spent majority of their money on Javon Hargrave, which is, you know, insane that they were Phenomenal. able to bolster that defensive line even more. It's one of the best defensive lines, if not the best in the league. And John Feliciano as a new center, I like as well. Um, and a couple mm-hmm. of depth pieces there. But you really have to look at the quarterback position. My, my, my question to the 49ers, and I, th- th- me answering is why I have them at second place. Can they do it again for the fourth, fifth year in a row, not addressing the quarterback position, not hitting on Trey Lance, you know, getting now moving on from Garoppolo after he couldn't get it done. Can they do it again? Can they keep winning 12, 13 games? Just off everybody, you know, around him, make you know, picking up the slack of a mediocre to to below average quarterback. I know that Brock Purdy should be back and should be the starter, but I don't anticipate him, you know, having the you know, continuing the run he was on last year. You know, he's a fine quarterback, but I don't think he's going to be anything special. Their backup right now, you know, is Sam Darnold. They have Trey Lance listed as the third string quarterback, so. Sam Darnold's your second string quarterback. There's nothing I've seen from Sam Darnold, you know, since his career that that gives me any hope of being like, oh, that's a fine option, you know, in case Brock mm-hmm. Purdy doesn't do well. And Trey Lance, we've seen about one or two games, and there's nothing really you can judge him out. He's he was hurt all last year. I, I don't think they I don't I think it has to end at some point. It has to end at some point. This a roster is amazing. They still have Debo Samuel and Ayuk. Christian McCaffrey stays healthy as is, is a you know, a weapon with that, unlike we've ever seen. Their offensive line is intact. They got Kyle Shanahan. Defensive coordinator is new. Ryan's got hired by the Texans, so maybe that is something there. But I don't think it really matters who, you know, who coaches that defense. I think you or me could coach that defense. They'd still be good. But I think you're going to see there's a reason I'm not high on the Falcons. You know, there's a reason I'm not high on the Raiders. Great rosters around quarterbacks can only work for so long. And I think this is the year the 49ers take a step back again to 12 to 11, 12 wins. Not saying they won't make the playoffs, not saying they, they can't possibly win this division, but the Seahawks are more enticing to me with how well Geno Smith played last year. And after you talk about the, you know, 49ers, I can talk about the, the Seahawks and why I like them to win this division. But this has to be the year the 49ers, you know, the quarterback play takes a toll and they lose some of these games because they just can't keep up with these elite quarterbacks that they play on the opposite side of the field. So while I will not chastise you for making a prediction that Seattle will have a much better season and be up there for the the top ranking, 
because I do believe Seattle has a phenomenal team. I I think that you are not putting enough attention on how good the San Francisco team is. But I but I am, I, and that's I want. I, I may not look like it because I'm not trying to yeah. talk about a team that I'm not picking, and I, I'll let you talk about how good it is. I understand it's yeah. good. And I think I'm just saying. I think like, this, I respect the roster. I know it's good. Sure. I think this team will be 13 and four. I think this team will win the NFC West. I think this team will be up for the number one seed overall and and fight Philly and Cowboys for, for that, that, that luxury. This is a team that I think because of the way Kyle Shanahan calls his offense, you can get a Brock Purdy. You can get a Sam Darnold to be at you look at Jimmy G. Be right. successful in this type of offense. You have so much talent. You can dump the ball to Christian McCaffrey all day long. You can hand the ball off to Debo Samuel. You can slot Debo, Debo Samuel. You can run Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk with corner uh, or with slant ends. Yeah. There's so much ability with the people that you are giving him. And then, oh, by the way, when we take Christian McCaffrey out, we throw Elijah Mitchell in, who's a thousand yard rusher. Like, it right. just keeps coming at you, coming at you. I think Juwan Jennings is a very underrated wide receiver. George Kittle is still one of the best tight ends on the planet. Cameron Latou, you know, uh, from, from Alabama will be a nice backup tight end. The offensive line is solid, especially the left side with Trent Williams and Aaron Banks. Like, this is a team that is going to score and score at will and be very mm -hmm. difficult for other teams to stop. On the defensive side of the ball, while you say they lost people, Javon Hargrave makes up for about six of them. You know, like, he's just that good at the interior side, uh, the interior line. If Nick Bosa can stay healthy, you're dealing with a potential DPO at Y, you know, uh, you right. know on the on the. He's end. also someone that's still holding out. They haven't paid him either. Yes, but he'll be back. He's that. He'll definitely. I feel very confident he's going to be fine. You have eight guys who can rush the passer. Eight yep. guys. It's kind of like you know when we talk about the Cowboys and the strength mm -hmm. of the the rotation. You know when you have guys like Kerry Hyder and Claylin Farrell who came over from the Raiders and the Dolphins. You know Taco Charlton and Javon Kinlaw and Eric. Uh, Eric Armstead and, and Javon Hargrave and Bosa. Like, it's just, it never stops. It just yep. keeps coming. And right? I think and you key, still have the, and you still uh, yeah. have the best middle linebacker on the right. planet in Fred I think Warner. That's, I think that's the key for that defense is Fred Warner, you know, his elite play is, you know, having a middle linebacker like that is so, you know, not talked about enough. And his play it's style is about. unreal. It's unreal. Dre, Dre Greenlaw is way underrated. And then you have cornerbacks in Traverius Ward and uh, Lenore and then Gibson. And, and, and I love their third round draft pick out of Penn State, Jair Brown. I just think this team is very lacking holes. And I think it's it littered is. with talent. I think the defense is outstanding. And I just don't I look at this schedule and I really have trouble finding losses. I really right. do. I think they possibly split with Seattle. I, I do think Seattle can beat them, you know, given a game in Seattle, maybe on the home field, right? You got a tough game with Dallas. You've got a tough game with Minnesota. You play Jacksonville and you play Philly. Yeah. Other than that, there's no losses play on, the, this, on, this, play on the, the Bengals, schedule. The Rams sometimes beat them. They could, you know, take a bad loss yeah. there. It's just. Okay. Put the Bengals on there, but there's not right. a lot of losses on this. No, schedule. there's not, and that's why that's why I can't go crazy. I was thinking of going crazy with this prediction and going like ten win. They're not gonna. No, it's, no chance. It's too good there's of a no roster. Chance. It's too good yeah. of a roster, and they play too many easy teams. Somehow, once yep. again, I feel like they always have an easy schedule. So, so, like that's what I'm saying. I put their minimum at 11 games, and I still think they win 12. So 13, 13. Th that's that's 
that's why I didn't go so crazy on this, but I still want to give my firm prediction, which Good. is what I've had for the last couple months here is the Seattle Seahawks will win the NFC West 12 and five as well. Uh, I think they win a tiebreaker to win this division. Um, and it, it comes down to, I think this, this as much as maybe the star power on defense doesn't add up, they have a very comparable roster. Yeah. And I don't think that's crazy to say. No, it's I think too this, great. It's two, in two great years, drafts in a row. In two years, this this mini rebuild has been un, unpredictable out of mm-hmm. Seattle. This was a team we thought last year was going to be one of the worst in the league. We thought they were going to go probably a couple years at the bottom, you know, and and yep. and have some top draft picks. Made the playoffs last year. Didn't go their way, but Geno Smith, they found their next, you know, franchise guy. And Geno Smith had an unbelievable year last year. He comes in with more confidence this year with the best wide receiver core in all football. You know, when you have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who are already this un, you know, unguardable duo that have gone off for years. And I don't see that stopping anytime soon. I actually think DK Metcalf has a chance this year to have the best year of his career because we've seen a lot from DK Metcalf. I think there's another level we can see. From DK Metcalf. I think he has the opportunity to go one step further this year. And oh yeah, they drafted Jackson Smith in the Jigba, which (laughs) was still ridiculous that they got him, what, at 19 as he fell all the, uh, 20 20. as he fell all the way in that that first round. Like Geno Smith is going to come into this offense so comfortable. Um, He's got, you know, a a running back group with led by Kenneth Walker, who we know how good he's going to be in his second year. Um, DJ Dallas, uh, I know how you pronounce the UCLA guy. I'll, I'll let you pronounce Zach his name. Carbonell. Zach Carbonell. They got a good running back room, best wide receiver, uh, you know, trio in the league. Their offensive line is much improved as well. Abraham Lucas was good for them last mm-hmm. year. Charles Cross Very was a hit in their in their you know draft two years ago. So mm-hmm. this offense is right up there with the 49ers. You could argue that it's better based on Geno Smith being in there at quarterback. I think they, I think that's a huge advantage for Seattle this year. They have Geno Smith. I, pre- I predict a ball out. I don't think Brock Purdy balls out and, and maybe struggles, you know, early on in that season. So that's a huge advantage to me. You know, when you go to their defense, Devin Witherspoon was such a great pick to, you know, to, to match there with some of their guys from, from last year um, who were, who were great there. You know, Tariq Woolen was up for rookie of the, of the year, uh, it, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. So he was, he was really great. Kobe Bryant, they have a stacked cornerback room and they brought back Bobby Wagner, who I know is old, but you Love know, it. he's, he's back. He gets to pair with Jordan Brooks. Like this defense is, is really solid. They don't have the defensive line or the edge rushers to, to, to match up with San Fran. There it and is. I understand that, there but they have a better secondary. You know, yes. they have a better secondary. You know, I like their, their safeties if, as if Jamal well. Adams could actually Jamal play Adams, 17 you know, games. If Jamal Adams ever comes back, but they got Quandre Diggs. They got Julian Love. Mm-hmm. Like they, th- what Seattle did this year was they, per- they're preparing for injuries. They have a deep secondary, you know, they have a deep right. offensive weapon, you know, a bunch of offensive weapons. So this team is preparing. I think they believe that they can win this division. I think at plus 210 on the odds is something that you could take a look at. It's, it's my bold prediction for the year. I'm down on the 49ers. I decided to, sure. to take a flyer on Seahawks, and I think this team can definitely has the roster to compete and win the NFC West. So I don't have them winning the NFC West. I have them winning 11 games and being a wild card team. 
So yeah. I, I'm not far off from your prediction, but, and, and I'll say it in three things. Number one, I totally agree with you. This is not the number one, but it's the number two best trio of wide receivers in the league. I think I still put Cincinnati's trio above them with okay. Jamar Chase, yeah. T Higgins, and, and uh, you know, what's his name? The other one. Um, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Boyd. Like Tyler Boyd. Uh, I'm, I'm a little concerned that both Kenneth Walker and Zach are, are uh, Charbonnet are, are injured right now. But if those two guys are healthy, it's a phenomenal one-two running back punch. It might be right. as good as any one-two punch in the National Football League. Their offensive line, like you said, is is good. And Geno Smith played really well and I think has that confidence. So from an offensive perspective, I think you will see scoring. I think you'll see movement. I think this will be a very – I think this will be a top-10 offense for sure. Yep. I have a big – I love the secondary. I love them. I love bringing Bobby Wagner back to, to match with Jordan Brooks. I have a big problem with the defensive line. Yeah, it's a little, see, it is definitely lacking. I see no pressure. I mean, Jerron Reed is a very good run stopper, but there yeah. is nobody on this line that is going to get to the quarterback. Well, like well, I said, I, with Arizona, yeah. I, I think that this that, is a this this is a team that might not have ten sacks. That was their biggest problem last year was their was their run defense. They signed two big defensive tackles in free agency to improve that. Yes. Unfortunately, there wasn't any room left for edge rushers, so. They're gonna Ooh. lack in the in the, in the in the you know pass rushing department, but I think their hope is that their secondary is that good that they could get a couple of coverage sacks, you know, to to yeah. help with with a poor edge rushing group. So that's that's the only thing that that maybe makes me feel a little about it. But you know, they're they're lacking at the edge rusher position to say the least. Lacking, yes. I I think that that's going to be the biggest problem. I think they are going to give really good quarterbacks too much time you know yeah. so that that's worry from from a uh schedule perspective they have a much easier schedule than the than the san francisco 49ers do right i mean you get to play like the tennessees of the world you know and the carolinas of the world rather than playing you know some of the the, the better talent you know uh you know that, that uh that the 49ers have to play However, I, they have a ridiculous middle of the, the schedule like that I think is going to make or break their season. It's going to be at Baltimore, Washington, Rams, San Fran, Dallas, San Fran, Philly. Like that's wow. going to be a, yep. a, test, you know? be a test. And if they could get through that test, you know, because they start with the Rams, Detroit, and Carolina and the Giants, like they're going to get off to a good start. That yep. middle of the season is really going to dictate how if this team can win the NFC West. I think yep. they'll struggle a little. I think that they end really easy with Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and Arizona, so they could really, you know, finish their season well. This is a playoff team. It, it yep. absolutely is a roster construction that will get them in the playoffs. I don't think they're as good as San Francisco. I really don't. All right. It is a uh, it's a fair argument there. So we have some different winners for the West in the AFC Hallelujah. and the NFC. So good to have some difference there. We'll be you know, watching this season and keeping those in mind, but some good predictions there. We're halfway done with the divisions already. So that's four down four to go next week. We will bring it to the North. So we'll go NFC North, North which is the I, North my, remembers, which is going to be my favorite division to talk about. Cause I think it's the most up for grabs. I think you can make an argument for any team in the NFC North and you could be, you know, you could have several points, uh, which is kind of crazy to make, say. You can make an argument for three of them. I'm still. You, you, there's no way you're going to convince me that Chicago has a chance to win the division. 
I'm I'm not saying that I'm picking them. I'm not saying I you know I'm I am picking them. I'm not saying that I'm not. But and and the real interesting you can thing make on the, the argument, AFC North, any, any team can I, make that jump. No. The AFC North, I think the most interesting team to talk about is going to be the Cleveland Browns. It'll be interesting to see where we both kind of put them. <laughs> I'm not. I know. Don't uh, don't spoiler don't, alert. Don't give it away. No spoiler. I know where you're. Oh, go AFC North, at, but... which is going to be a super competitive division. Yes, I agree. So yep. we will see everyone next week to talk about the North.